You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to today's episode of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. EVN, founder and owner of Diamond Wipes, is our guest during this program. Our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching these top decision makers, then advertising on the radio show may be the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. If you'd like to learn more about advertising on Critical Mass Radio Shows, contact Rose Chamora. 951-515-4661. All of our shows can be found on our website, criticalmass4forbusiness.com. Eve, welcome to the program. Thank you. It's really nice to have you here. Tell us a little bit about your professional background. I know you're the founder and the owner of your company, but what did you do leading up to that, and what was the inspiration for starting Diamond Wipes? Oh, great. So I was born in Taiwan, and my college graduate was uh, industrial management. So I've been doing personnel managers and quality control managers, etc. Uh-huh. So I got married. I have a job. Um, 1994, uh, my daughter was around high school, junior high, and I decided to bring my older and younger daughter over here for high school. Oh, 1994. Yeah, 1994. That 20 was years 20 ago. years ago. Yeah, yes, wow. this year is our 20-year anniversary. <laughs> wow. We're very happy. Yeah, congratulations. So, thank you. So I said, okay, I, I took a tour to to view the all the schools, but I did not want her to be in the boarding school. I want to stay with her. So I talked to my husband. I said, let me go there and try. My husband said, sure. So he supported me, and I brought daughter, my daughter, two daughters over here, and I said, I have to do something, right? So at that time, I knew a product called disposable hot towel that you can microwave it for, for five seconds and become a, a sushi bar hot towel. It's a roll, very thick, deluxe uh, disposable towel. Okay. So I said, I don't know how to make it. I, I reached out to the manufacturer of machines, uh, machinery company, and I learned how to do it. I bought one machine and <laughs> started from garage. And I basically sell sell it uh, ever since 1994, and the machine arrived on 95 January. We we, we start running it. And January of 95. Yes. How did you know there was a need for that type of towel? Oh, here? when I was here, I went to a, a Chinese uh, restaurant and Japanese sushi bars. Okay. They always give you a linen towel, and when right. you when when you you go home and you clean up your hands, and that's a tradition in Asia. Whenever we have a guest come over. They give you a hot towel for you to clean up, refreshing, and then sit down, and we start have teas or uh-huh. dessert, you know, okay. etc. But uh, here, only the sushi restaurant or the uh, seafood restaurant was using it, and it's a rental. So the product, I did a small uh, research mm-hmm. in just in Southern California. There are over three thousand Chinese restaurants, and they are using the rental service from the linen rentals uh, service. Okay. Each towel costs them about seven cents, and then there is a loss charges, you know, and it's not quite clean, etc. So I said, wow, if I can go in there with three to five cents, you know, depend on size and quantity, we should have a winner. Were so, you an entrepreneur before you came to the U.S.? 
I I don't know. I work for the, my job before I got married was to be a government employee, sit there happily, <laughs> <laughs> raise my kids. Yeah, I have right. a lot of spare time. Uh-huh. You know, that was my oh. dream job before. And I, I didn't even know I can do this until I came out here. Wow. That's a that's a very inspiring story, Eve. So so let's now talk about Diamond Wipes. Okay. From that beginning, where are you now? What is the company today? So 20 years later now, we have two manufacturing facilities, one in Chino, California, one in Ohio. We go from... Can I ask you why Ohio? Well, one of our similar competitors was bailing out. Okay. And they have a facility oh. just right for us at a very, very affordable price. Okay. So we took that opportunity because there are two reasons why we need an East Coast operation. One is to separate the risk. So if sure. you know if there's earthquake or something, right. you know, knock on wood, that we will have a, a separate operation. And another one is on the green base. I'm very green conscious uh, in mind. Uh-huh. So my thinking is, I want to ship the product to my customer the shorter distance, saving freight and lead time. So right. that's why they choose to set up the manufacturer here in, in USA. Otherwise, everybody imported, right? Right. So we set up manufacturer here in California, and then East Coast has a lot of populations. Right. And so we set that up and for East Coast, and that facility has been benefit us because when we were moving our facility here, Ohio keep running it and supply us. It's nice to have yeah. more than one mm-hmm. manufacturing facility, isn't it? So I interrupted you. You were saying that you have Chino and you have a plant in mm, Ohio. Ohio. So continue to describe Diamond yes. Wipes today. And so we started from one item with the sushi bar, uh, simple wipes. Now we have over 2,000 different SKUs. Really? Yeah, we have wipes to cover personal care, uh, counter care, household care, pets, care, uh, cosmetic wipes, um, hospitals, etc. It, seems like, on, that, on, it on. seems like that industry has really evolved over the last 20 yes. years. And maybe Diamond exactly. Wipes was helping to advance the exactly. application of disposable wipes, etc. Exactly. in these different applications. Exactly. That's exactly what you were saying. Because when we started, nobody knew about wipes. So right. I had to go out and do 14 trade shows. You have to know. At that time, there was no email, no internet, <laughs> no website, no website, yeah. no right. no cell phone. We were using a no social media. We we're using a beeper, beeper <laughs> call. So when it, whenever I heard the beeping, I have to go find a pay phone. Oh my goodness! And punch in my home phone number, and then dial the number or something. Right. So that was very ancient time for nowadays okay. audience. So yes, we do grow by uh, grow by educating consumers and now if you go to any supermarket or retailers they actually have a wipes as a category now okay. used to be wipes that was separate into every 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 category are you a b2b b2c business How we, do you, we do both you but do both. Uh, more b2b than okay. b2c so we have we sell the restaurant wipes into the restaurant hospital hotels etc and then we also do a lot of contract packagings for a lot of major brand names that we can tell um, that we cannot release the information but right. usually if you go to Whole Foods or the State of Brothers or, or those uh, stores you sometimes see a lot of our product there but you don't know it's from right. us okay yeah. so I'm talking with Evian she is founder and owner of our company Diamond Wipes we've gotten the history her background to where Diamond Wipes is today you said something Eve that I wanted to ask another question about and you said you're green 
conscious. You're mm-hmm. sensitive to the environment. Yes. And, and can you help me to understand, in addition to reducing your carbon footprint by the plant in Ohio, are there other things that you've done either with the product or with the company that kind of further that cause? It almost sounds like your product is a green product, the, the disposable wipes. Yeah, well, it's a little bit contrary because disposable means you have to take the product, use it, and dump it rather than recycle and reuse, right? Okay. So what we did is we use a biodegradable material. So when you, you know, toss it, it, it would be more environmental friendly. Right. And all Packaging? How about your packaging? Uh, packaging is difficult. Because, is it? Yeah, it's plastic, uh, the plastic that you can recycle. But some of the material you can. Okay. However, we did put up our solar pa- panels on our California facility. Nice. So we spent a great deal of of money. We have over three thousand panels uh-huh. on the rooftop. Wow. And eighty six percent of California power uh, plant power was was generated by solar okay. by the sun. Okay. Um, Sun generated power is very common for us. When I came from Taiwan, we always have that as our heater panels that the hot water come from the the sun power when I grew up. So here I look at the California sunshine and nobody using it. Why? It's going to waste. Yes. So we set it up a few years ago when we bought our our facility in Chino. I see. Uh, Yeah. Mm -hmm. So you own your building? Yes. Wow. Now we own our building. In Ohio? Uh, Ohio too, yes. Wow. Okay. Mm -hmm. So you, and how many people do you employ? We have uh, over 150 wow. yeah, formal employees starting from two until now, and we had one machine. Now we have over 100 machineries. We produce 86 cases the, the, the first month and when we started. Now we're producing over 2 million wipes per day. Wow, that boggles yeah. the mind. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's wow. quite interesting to see that. Yeah, I would think, yes. Um, okay, so I want to ask you, uh, a little bit about your philosophy for business, because mm-hmm. y- you're obviously you're you're an inspiration to w- women entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. You're an inspiration to people who are new to the country mm-hmm. who want to be successful. Mm-hmm. I, I, I I see a lot of people that would look up to you and the success that you've had. Obviously, your daughters and your family mm-hmm. as well. What is your guiding principle? What's your philosophy of all the things you've learned, even how you've built your business? Is there an overarching kind of belief system that you have for how you're leading and growing Diamond Wives? What's your priorities as the owner of the company? Mm. That's a very good question. I think overall, if I want to describe how I feel, I think caring or care is should be coming back to the core of it. We care for the environment, so we use solar power. We, you know, we, we care for landfill, so we use biodegradable cloth. We have natural ingredients, but one thing that I care the most, I get, I guess, is people. So from day one, uh, when we have two employees, we'll cover the health care, hundred percent. From day one. From day one. At that time, day one, my machine run probably five hours per week. Um, you know, but I, I have two full-time uh, operator. Right. I never let them go. They just stay there and they polish the machine like my Mercedes. Right? Um, so I believe if you pay them and give them a, a, no worries about about where's my paycheck next sure. week, they're fo- more focused on that. So from day one, we covered the health care. Until today, we still cover the whole uh, company's health care, you know, 80% of it. So how care, was, care is what we think. How was your business? We have about a minute left before our next commercial break. How was the recession on your business? 
did it affect your business, or were you able to continue to grow in the industries that you were in, healthcare, et cetera, restaurants? They were, they were still there. Did you um, have to do anything different during the recession? I did a lot of things differently. I can uh, talk later okay. uh, after the break, sure. but uh, we, we do not feel any recession. Every year we grow. Wow. Yeah. What a great story. Huh, we're lucky to have you here talking. I'm okay. talking with EVN. She is the founder and owner of Diamond Wipes. We're going to be back with a follow-up to that question, as well as a couple other questions that we have here for her on Critical Mass Radio Show after these words from our commercial sponsors. When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Smart Business Network is a business-to-business multimedia company providing insight, advice, and strategy for C-level executives of fast growth, middle market, and large companies. As one of the nation's largest publishers of local management journals, under the Smart Business name, Smart Business Network publishes 19 regional print editions, presents dozens of large and small-scale business conferences and award programs, and produces a vibrant interactive digital media presence. For more information, visit us at www.sbnonline.com. Richard Franzi is a highly sought-after keynote speaker on topics of interest to CEOs of middle firms across North America. Richard's talks include Killing Cats Leads to Rats, a fascinating look at how unintended consequences of CEOs' decisions impact their firm's performance. Your Gray Matter Matters, which explores how a CEO's mindset can differentiate a middle market firm and define its culture. Richard delivers talks to a variety of audiences, ranging from executive team retreats to keynotes in front of hundreds of CEOs. To learn more about his talks, visit criticalmassforbusiness.com and select the contact page or call 949-887-4104. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, EBN, founder and owner of Diamond Wipes, is our guest during this segment. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download our radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 12,000 shows during the last 30 days, and we here at the radio show really appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows, of course, can be heard live on Internet radio station octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com, and many other business-oriented podcasting services. All right, Eve, while we were off the air, you mentioned that you'd recently been recognized by Ernst & Young. So could you tell us a little bit about the nomination and then how the dinner and the award ceremony went? Oh, okay, great. Thanks. So it was very honor for me to get nominated by somebody that I didn't know. 
they just said your story is uh, incredible. So Union Bank nominated me, um, and I went to to face with ten different judges, uh, telling them my story. It's a very yeah. lengthy process and very in depth. They, you know, Ernst and Young really invest their time and money in there. Um, so when I was made to semi-final list, I was oh, okay. And then I was made it to finalist. I was really surprised, but I knew I won't win. You know, so we just told everybody, I said, "We're too small." Uh-huh. Um, so we went there, and it was a beautiful gala. It was just like two weeks, few weeks ago right, at the St. Regis, right? That's right. right. That's it's right. Beautiful and property. I, you know, we have ten employees representing sales, operation, and finance department there, and my husband, my two daughters. And my husband was dragging by me and said, ah, you know, I don't want to go. We won't win. He is a very shy, shy, always behind me, support uh-huh. me a lot. So we went there, and uh, all the big companies, they're all so big. That in our category, I was in the manufacturing, manufacturing category. right. And the, two, the other two companies, one is very, very high tech. The other one is global public company, billion dollars. So I know we won't win. And so when they called my name, I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> no, what? <laughs> not possible. Yeah. Uh, Had you prepared something to say? No, oh. no really. I really did Those not. are the best talks when people get yeah, up. Yeah, so really... I was there. My heart was beeping, and I said, uh, okay. So, <laughs> so I, yeah, I, I kind of pretty much tell the whole story in five seconds or two minutes. Yeah, they don't give they, you a lot of time on the no, stage, no, do they? No, no, no. But it's, you know, I was imagining that Oscar, the the Michael, just go, uh, you know, going down <laughs> into the floors, and, and maybe they will pop me out or have to drop into the floor. Uh, no, they were very, very nice. It was an, you know, unforgettable uh, event, and I'm really honored. You should be. That's yeah. a tough thing to win, especially mm-hmm. in the manufacturing category, mm-hmm. especially as you described who the other mm-hmm. finalists were that we're in yeah. competition mm-hmm. with. I've heard, too, that part of the judging process is a bit of a speed dating kind of a thing, yes. where you go into a room, you spend eight minutes or something with... No, there, there are like, like about, the, no, eight minutes? No, five minutes. You only have five uh, minutes? Five, five, yeah, no more. Okay, exactly. I said so eight, you ten, say five. You know better. Now. Ten tables, and we have our list, and we just have to go approach to the judge. And they so you don't have a lot of time to tell your story to them. You no, really you have, have to, to be. They ask one question. Every judge asks one question. One question, for you, and you have to answer right, you right. know, and or precise, condensed uh-huh. to deliver your story. Wow. Is do you think being uh, uh, the winner for the Orange County Ernst and Young Manufacturing Entrepreneur of the Year is that going to help Diamond Wipes in any way? Does that other than the personal satisfaction and professional recognition that you get for that award do, do you see have has anybody uh in the community have any of your customers i mean is there an opportunity for people to get further recognition for you and your brand based on that you, you know what it's such a great uh, um, point from you first the employees that went with us you know the people that that went to the dinner with us came back and spread the news mm. to everybody in the employee so first of all you know, my employee feel very proud. But what's most surprising to me is I receive email from my competitors. From your competitors? Yeah, from the same wipes industry or semi competitor. I really don't have too much competitor. We I I recall, I refer them all friendly okay. competitor. There's so much business, enough business for everybody. 
That's what I see. Okay. So I maintain friend, friend, uh, friendly relationship with my other uh, competitors or same same field, and uh-huh. I receive several emails from different companies. So yes, it is a great um, honor and influence for us. I think the people, the brand. I hope that we can get brand recognition. Sure. I think I still think it encourage our employee best. Right. Yeah. Because because it's not over now, right? Now that you've won Orange no. County, you're part of the the global Ernst and Young Entrepreneur of the Year program. Mm, no, right? yeah. I think we have to win the uh, the U.S. Side. Okay. Right. But yeah. you get now you're in competition for that. Yeah. Right. And then and then after that. Yeah. So there's a, there's encouragement there. So my sales team is is putting a thing for me. So if we do reach this amount, you know, a million, and reach our goal and above, can we all go to Monte Carlo? Exactly, Monte Carlo for the annual yeah. global. Yeah, and that would be interesting. Would I be. said, yes, if you do the top line, but also reach the bottom line. Right. So give me the bottom line. Oh no no no! We are salespeople. We're salespeople. We only do yeah. bo- top line. <laughs> the operation has to deliver the bottom line. All right, um, I've got about two minutes left with you, Eve, and I'm talking with EBN. She is the founder and president owner of Diamond Wipes. What's the future hold for your company? I keep growing. Okay. We're making more product for right. for customer. Do you see the need for disposable wipes continuing to expand? Oh yeah. All right. But we we already grow our outside of that. We do cosmetic items too. Cosmetic items too mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. and internationally. Yes, okay. we're growing st- steadily, planning growing into some international market. Yes, okay. So with the brand with okay. our uh, LA Fresh brand or La Fresh brand, we have a brand called La Fresh. Okay. Uh huh. So you control that entire brand then? Yes. You're mm-hmm. you're in the you're yes. it's the B to C or B to B. That's sure a B to that's a B to C brand, okay. and we are now selling online. Okay. You know, it's a unique item. Yeah, because mm-hmm. one of the things that we talked about earlier this week on one of the other radio shows that I hosted with a guest was talking about exporting, and, and her point was build yes. a website, yeah. sell it internationally. Mm-hmm. It's the shortest path to being an exporter, yes. right? Because anybody can see your website and buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, If you're unable to be able to mm-hmm. ship, you can ship it anywhere around the world, assuming yes. you have the right permits and mm-hmm. licenses, etc. A, a lot of country loves Made in USA yes. products. They trust us right. because it's very strict rules of FDA and guidelines, you know, we have to follow FDA, EPA regulations. And especially California is very, very strict. And, you know, we are innovators. We invented a lot of new application for wipes and skincare items. So they trust that. And so put it on the brand is uh, the right thing to do to let people know what we are. Right, that makes a lot of sense. And and that's what we've been talking to a lot on this radio show is the quality of the made in the USA, Mm -hmm. the perceived... Implied yes. quality yes. and assurances that come along yes. with being manufactured yes. in this country, which I think is a renaissance for U.S. manufacturing. Okay. All right, Evian, if someone wants to learn more about your personal professional story and your company, Diamond Wipes, how do they find you online? What's your website? Diamondwipes.com. <laughs> <laughs> and, Enough said, huh? Yeah. <laughs> and you want to say something else? I'm sorry. Uh, there is another one called L.A. Fresh. If you Google L-A-F-R-E-S-H, okay. then you will find all the nice product out there. Well, I want to thank you for being a friend of the program. The time you've given me, mm-hmm. it's just flown by. This has been amazing. I've enjoyed it so much. And thanks for being a part of the Critical Mass Business community, Evian. Thank you very much. Thank you. Okay. All right, we're going to take another commercial break because we have a bonus interview coming up. Yes, a bonus. We have Asia Celestino, 
who is our field reporter who covered a recent women's conference that was put on in partnership with Coastline Community College. And so we'll be back in a couple minutes, and we're going to have Asia here to talk about the conference. Stay tuned. Can we talk about your family business? You know, that thing you put your whole life's blood, sweat, and tears into? Well, what happens when you retire or try and pass that business on to your children? At Succession Strategies, we can help you find the answers. We'll guide you through the unsettling process of protecting your family legacy and successfully passing your business on to the next generation, safely and securely, ensuring that it'll both survive and thrive for generations to come. So ask yourself just one question. Can I really afford to wait? Take the first step. Take our complimentary self-assessment at SuccessionStrategies.com or call us at 714-560-9022 to set up a free consultation at your convenience. That's Succession-Strategies.com. Welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show for our bonus interview. Our loyal listeners know that usually we have two guests a show, and this time we actually have the pleasure of having Asia Celestino, who is our marketing strategist and, in this case, our field reporter who attended the OC Global Women's Conference. Asia, how are you today? I'm doing well, Rick. Thanks for giving me a call. Well, it's our pleasure. Why don't you describe the conference a little bit for us, the OC Global Women's Conference? Yeah, so this was my first time attending the event, even though I'm an Orange County resident. And I have to tell you, Rick, there were hundreds of women and men. You'd be surprised. Um, It's not just for women, but they came to the Hilton Anaheim, and this was the second annual OC Global Women's Conference. Uh, There were main keynotes held in a ballroom, and it was all hosted by a really funny lady, Shelly Goldstein. Aside from the keynotes, the event was also made up of different speaker sessions, some mentorship workshops, and exhibition booths. So you covered it on behalf of Orange County, well, octalkradio.net, and Critical Mass Radio Show at the invitation of Coastline Community College. Can, can you explain what the environment was like when you were there? Yes, it is really high energy. And like I said, Men and women were there, and a couple weeks ago, I went to the California Women's Conference, and I'm really surprised to say that even though these are uh, female-focused, there are actually a good turnout of both men and women, and this is one of those events where people really want to attend every discussion and every panel. At 2 p.m., they had something called the breakout sessions, and it's different women in their industries talking about social issues and topics like diversity or Uh, career advancement, and I was standing outside one of the sessions, and I overheard a few women talking about which events they were going to, and a lot of them were saying that they wish they could go to all of them at once. Mm. So it was a really great event to go to, a lot of good stuff going on, and it's also known for its marketplace, so I think it gives it a really unique vibe because everyone is not only empowering each other and getting inspirational um, discussions from this event, but it's also a good place to network or find your next product. It's really great. 
So, uh, final question for me, Asia, and I'm talking with Asia Celestino. She is our marketing strategist for Critical Mass for Business, and she graciously uh, went to the event as a field reporter, and she covered it for the radio show and the radio station. What was the highlight for you from the event? Oh, wow. Okay, well, if you were following us at CEO Peer Groups, you would have seen that I was live tweeting from the keynotes in the ballroom, and... Sheriff Sandra Hutchins was given this year's Trailblazer Award. There was an incredible standing ovation after her speech, which was really great because she talked about empowerment and confidence and shared her story as the first woman to serve as Orange County Sheriff. It was an amazing speech. Everyone was very moved by it. So I'd have to say that was my favorite highlight from the event. But I also, like I mentioned, the marketplace is pretty awesome. You can find your favorite products in there. They had a lot of great sponsors this year. So I definitely suggest following them on Twitter and seeing what other events are coming up for them and attending. So this was the second annual. Can you estimate how many people attended? Uh, I don't have an exact estimate, but I know it was definitely in the hundreds. Uh, this event is a lot smaller than something like the California Women's Conference, but as an OC resident, it can be a really great experience because you know that a lot of the people that you're networking with are within the local area. So you're really meeting people that you're going to be able to realistically connect with in the future. Um, and that can be a significant advantage when it comes to these types of events. And this is an annual event, and I'm sure there's going to be the third annual, which will be sometime around this time next year. And if you want to Google OC Global Women's Conference, I'm sure you can find out more information. Asia, I want to thank you for taking the time to attend the conference and also being generous with your time here today on Critical Mass Radio Show and giving us a brief recap for the OC Global Women's Conference. Thank you, Asia Celestino. Thanks, Rick. All right. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was a bonus additional interview that we did here on Critical Mass Radio Show. I'd like to thank our engineer for today. His name is, let me see, oh, yeah, it's Paul Roberts. Our producer is the none other than Crystal Nunley. Our guest coordinator is Kathleen Shepard. As I said, our our media marketing strategist is Asia Celestino. Our PR, uh, PR I was going to say PR, but it's not. It's a... Social media manager is Melissa Padani. VP of sales is Rose Chamora. And I'm your host, Rick Franzi. So many people on the team. I sometimes can't keep them all straight. Shame on me. Uh, if you would like to learn more about Critical Mass for Business, maybe you'd like to refer a future guest. Maybe you'd like to advertise on the radio show. Maybe you'd like to learn more about the CEO peer groups that I lead here in Orange County based on my book, The Critical Mass, The Ten Explosive Powers of CEO Peer Groups. Then visit Critical Mass for FOR business.com until the next show there it's rick franzi hoping that all of your decisions move your company in a positive direction you have been listening to critical mass radio show business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to ceos who are leading middle market companies with your host richard franzi 